Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gail Morgan welcoming you to the Libertarian Counterpoints Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. You've heard their point, now listen to the counterpoint. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. We are coming to you on November 3rd, 2021. We are nine months into the Biden administration. And we are still not sure if Joe Biden is aware that he's president of the United States. That guy has been doing some things that is beyond crazy. And I think if we say he's incompetent, it will be the understatement of the year. Anyway, before I go any further, let me introduce, <laughs> let me introduce my panelists who will be with me here today. On my upper left-hand corner, it is our champion of choice, Jason McPhee. Jason, thank you. Wave, wave to the audience, man. Come on. <laughs> In our upper right-hand corner is our screaming eagle of freedom. Oh, man, he's giving us a big wave. Those, those wings are already flying, Tim, and that's good. I like that. Tim Everett. So, of course, I am Leon Brathwaite. They call me the last word in liberty. So I intend to stick to that. Always be the last word. I love that. So let's 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 get right into the topics. Our first topic today is immigration. <clears throat> Both legal and illegal immigration. Some among us do not make a distinction between the two. I do, but some don't. And there are many issues that are arising out of this issue of immigration. In fiscal year 2021, over 2 million people, 2 million individuals crossed our border, our southern border. And this flow is continuing. Recently, as we speak, I'm sorry, as we speak, there's a caravan of some 3,000 people heading towards our southern border. And as far as we know, they will be allowed into the United States. Personally, I find this quite objectionable, and we'll speak about that as we go through our discussion. But there are a lot of issues that are coming out of this whole issue of immigration. During the Trump administration, a wall was constructed, at least a part of a wall was constructed on our southern border. It was not yet completed. The Biden administration, uh, I believe on the first day, stopped the construction. And right now we have about a million dollars, a hundred million dollars of material sitting on the ground on our southern border, just wasting away because the construction was stopped. We also found out that the Biden administration, Joe Biden in particular, do not like walls at all for illegal immigrants. But he love walls when they are built around his own home. Right now, the Department of Homeland Security is building a wall costing about half a million dollars around his beach, one of his beachfront properties. 
which I find quite ironic. Hey, Leon, I thought those walls didn't work, we were told. <laughs> well, this is, this is what I was trying to, and this is what I was hoping you guys would give me some clarity on. Since these walls don't work, how come they work when, they, when Joe Biden is con, uh, uh, constructing them around his home? But, they, but they are all, there are all sorts of questions that come out of all of this on a serious note. How do libertarians, or how should libertarians feel about immigration in general? And then we'll talk about the illegal part of immigration. So Jason, why don't you lead us out on this? And then we'll get to Tim. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny. When you, when you kicked off the show, you mentioned that uh, uh, Biden may not really realize he's president. Well, whether he knows it or not, the rest of the country sure knows it. And we can tell by almost every policy decision that guy makes, <laughs> whether it's people falling from airplanes or armies of people coming across the border. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, it's, uh, it's impossible to spot that Biden is not president. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, as far as immigration goes, I mean, th this is kind of one of the, uh, I guess, one of the conflicts inside the Libertarian Party is, uh, you know, you've got this issue that, you know, the, the, the ultimate concern for libertarians is that we respect individuality and people's freedom and their liberty. And the idea for people to be able to move, that's very important to their liberty, that they can, you know, travel from one place to another problem comes in that we have this social safety net because we have kind of a you know sort of a socialist setup here for uh you know taking care of people when they're not doing well and so that's where the conflict kind of comes in is that okay well you, you've got people coming in who may not have paid into the uh, social safety net and they may be drawing on it and it's hard to tell because um some of these things are hard to measure right i mean they say that in some cases you can't draw on it if you're not a, a citizen and yet, clearly, you can come into an emergency room. In fact, we watched all of the uh, all of the Democrat candidates as they were running against Trump stood up there, raised their hands, and said, "We think that anybody who comes here should get free health care." So, right. I mean, there are definite, you know, um, I guess you might say distortions to the process of uh, free movement in the sense that they're being given incentives to come here. Uh, that other people are paying for. So that's that's kind of the problem. And so I, I think this is where, you know, where do you come down as libertarian? Somebody like Milton Friedman would have said that you can't have a, um, a welfare state, essentially, and open borders. You just can't have them in conjunction because then you have this huge incentive drawing people for the free benefits. On the other hand, some people say, look, just because we have this one distortion doesn't mean then we should double down and cancel other freedoms that people have as well. So this is, I'm a little more on the side that I think, you know, I'd like to see open borders, but that means in my opinion, we need to make sure we don't have distortions drawing people here other than, you know, hey, look, you wanna come here and work for me? Fine, I don't care. You wanna come in here and, uh, you know, just to, you know, uh, take advantage of our services by buying products and services? fine, I don't have a problem. But, you know, if there's something else where you're coming here because you are you think you're getting some free stuff or something, that's a problem because it's going to be somebody else is going to be paying for it. So that's kind of the the, the crux of the issue. So I'll, I'll kick it to, to you, Tim. Tim, so Tim, <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim how, how do you come down on this? Well, yeah, I, I think that's a very reasonable argument that Jason formulated there. He, he, he didn't even add to it the, the other potential distortion of 
having uh, non-citizens uh, vote in elections too, which he could have. And, and again, that would have been another distortion. So either you get rid of the distortions and the social safety nets and the, the, the free for all for voting, or, uh, or you have uh, open borders. Uh, no, and then you, then you could have open borders with, without much of a, an argument. And, and historically, I mean, that's the majority of time, of course, you know, now I'm going to, you know, if I bring this argument up, it's very impractical. Jason's argument was very practical. It was very centered on what's existing now. So my argument's going to be completely, you know, ridiculous in, in that uh, it, it's... Uh, uh, Whatever because, it is, Tim, it can't be any more ridiculous than what Biden's doing. So just open <laughs> up on it. <laughs> at, least, at least mine is... <clears throat> somewhat grounded in principle so um, it, it, don't, don't worry Tim it's a very low bar it's a very low bar so go ahead. <laughs> I'm in good company there with Joe Biden so um, uh, passports were uh, not even uh, there they were uh, they're an invention of war wartime and closed borders and all this stuff of course that was a long you know, I'm talking about World War One and World War Two. Of course, they kind of stuck around after that, for the most part. Passports did, but uh, uh, so the uh, <coughs> the whole social safety net <coughs> and this voting stuff was not <coughs> here. I go was not part of the uh, program, and so you could have open borders and nobody cared because you know good. You, we have free trade and people can come and go as they choose. And we, nobody has a passport. So, so you can just go right <coughs> between countries. <coughs> so, um, you know, like today we go between States without passport yes. and, and that's a good thing. Um, but it's, it's impractical to bring up arguments like this. And so I like Jason's argument better. You know, if you're going to have a social safety net, <laughs> then you can't e either either get rid of it if you want everybody to be a part of it, including illegals, or you got to stop <laughs> um, illegal immigration and, and you have to enforce it. You have to have some rules and, and stuff set down. You, you know, the, the government, I guess, uh, just likes to put rules on all of us and doesn't want to have to abide by their own set of rules, apparently. That is that is that indeed that indeed is, is a problem. <coughs> however, though, however, with, with both the arguments that I'm hearing here, what about the issue of the rule of law and the issue of sovereignty? Now, every country in the world, no matter where you are in the world, have borders. Every single country do. Don't don't doesn't the rule of law should take precedent over any such thing as free movement across borders? I mean, it is not to say it is not to say that we should not have free trade. I am not suggesting that. However, does the sovereignty of a nation override the whole issue of having the borders open where people can walk across as they please? Now, I have a very personal story here that I will add to this discussion. And this is why I'm bringing it up, because I find this whole thing about an open border a little bit objectionable. But I'm 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 not close-minded to the issue. I think you guys know I came here in 1977. 
I did not become an American citizen until 1993. If you do the math, that is 16 years it took me to do this legally. So I find it very objectionable that anybody could just get up in Guatemala or Honduras or wherever the hell they get up tomorrow morning and decide, you know what? It's time for me to move to the US and they can do so without a problem. So I have a personal bias here and I'm willing to discuss that bias at any time you guys wish. But what about the issue of sovereignty? And what about the rule of law? Does that count for anything, Jason? Well, uh, it, as far as the rule of law goes, I mean, I, I, I personally think that we have too many laws <laughs> regarding this, right? I mean, if, we, if we didn't have to worry about this distortion of the social safety net, then, you know, maybe these are some of these are kind of unnecessary. I do think, uh, as, as I'm sure you would agree, that we should have some rules at the border. I mean, certainly we would want to know who's passing, make sure that yes. it's not a criminal who's coming in or a terrorist or something else like that. Uh, but as far as if, if literally, if somebody literally just wants to come in and do perform a consensual relationship with somebody else, whether that be work or, you know, uh, an interpersonal relationship or somebody, something else, it just seems kind of crazy that we would have to you know, second guess that, I guess, you know, and, and, and approve that. Cause it's not just restricting the freedom of the person from outside the country. It's also re restricting the person here. I mean, if, if somebody wants to come here and interact with you and you want them to come, then they can't necessarily come. So it's, it's not, you know, a lot of times these restrictions are not just on one party. They're, they're literally on both people who want to be involved in the relationship. But um, I, I certainly think that, you know, this is the problem, right? I mean, lefties want to essentially give away the store. They want to have all kinds of free stuff reach into some people's pockets and hand it to other people. And it just creates one bad effect after another. And what we're seeing is the bad effect, right? We have all these people now who are coming. They they think there must be some advantage to them coming. That's why we're getting hordes coming when Biden is president. I mean, they even have some people show up with Biden Kamala t-shirts on. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Absolutely. So, yes. No, it's just insane. And I mean, the idea that some people are sending their kids by themselves because they know yeah. that the kids can get in. I mean, I'm sending them on train. I mean, the, the, the distortion here is insane. I mean, the idea that these people yeah. are, are risking their lives and their kids paying coyotes, people who work for drug cartels to get them across it. You know, yet another distortion, right? War on drugs. We won't get into that here. But I mean, that's part of the reason why people want to have a closed border as well, because they're afraid of the cartels. Well, maybe if you end the black market, you know, yet another government distortion, maybe that goes yeah. away too. So I, I don't know. That's, that's kind yeah, of yeah. I, that's, I think you really pointed out that when, and you use the word distortions because the government is distorting these um, uh, motivations of people from outside the U.S. to come to the U.S. And, and it's, it's not to do trade with Joe Blow uh, and uh, Jason McPhee and Tim Everett and Leon. It's not to do trade or, or to work for them or anything like that. It, it's not you know, your typical reason that people should be coming back and forth between borders legally. And, and yes, I agree about the rule of law and, and having sovereignty over uh, your, your borders um, that countries certainly have a right to do that and they can close them. I mean, it, what if there was an invasion, you know, what if, what if China, you know, lined up a bunch of tanks at the border of Mexico and started driving them into and and blasting um, 
little towns in Texas, you know, and, uh, you know, can't we repel invasions? You know, we, we, well, we don't have the right to do that. No, we've always had the right to do that. That was written into the original Constitution. And uh, so, so uh, I, I think these distortions are government bred. And I think the Democratic Party has an ulterior motive simply. So, I mean, everybody knows it. I'm not going to break any new ground here. They're just trying to get new Democrat voters. You know, well, that to come I totally in. agree with. That I totally yeah, agree it, with, yes. Right. So there's the distortion. There's a reason for the distortion. Yeah, because Jason said the, they want to give away the farm because not not just to give away stuff that belongs to other Americans, uh, taxpaying Americans. Not That's not the reason that they want to give away the farm. They want to give away the farm to get elected next election. Yeah, that's all they care about is the next election, the next election. Uh, you know, who's going to vote for me? Well, it's the people that I give the most stuff that I take stuff from the, the small amount of Americans now left over to, to support the whole giant mess that is no longer supportable because it's all based on debt. Uh, you know, all the new spending, 100% is based on debt. Okay, that that I, I never mind the source, but that's that's where it's all come. I invite anybody listening to refute that, okay, that it's not all financed on debt, all the spending, 100%, okay, and, and if, if you've come up with a, 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 a good a refutation of that, then I'll have to dig up my source and, and go after it. But it's, it's in, it's, it's unsustainable completely. And uh, and so we're no longer um, s sucking all the resources from the taxpayers. We, we sucked as much as we can possibly suck, although the Democrats want to suck more. But th this is <laughs> but all. Given, but oh, they suck. Anyway, <laughs> but given, given the fact that the distortions do exist, given the fact that we have a huge welfare state at every yeah. level of government, given those facts, how could we then even think about possibly having the borders open then? Yeah, we can't. Yeah. I, I agree. We, we can't. You, because the only libertarian argument is predicated on the, uh, the severe reduction and, and complete elimination of a social safety net or social welfare to immigrants from other countries that are not bona fide legal U.S. citizens. Okay, so th the whole argument is predicated on that. And that ain't happening ever. Well, it, it, I take that back. When everything falls down, when, when this giant house of, of debt-based cards falls down and crushes what little is left of any semblance of governance beneath it, that's when all this stuff is going to go away. And now we can go back to open borders because there won't be anything left to give away for free. I love the word free. Yes, it's free. It doesn't cost anyone any any bit of money like even Biden in his um, um, lunacy and his idiocy and his imbecilic nature uh, thinks that th this is all going to be 
costing us nothing because debt is free. It's zero percent interest. What the heck? Let's we, go you, for you, it. You know, one thing I just wanted to jump in on real quick, and I, I know we're kind of running out of time on this, but but yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as incentives, the incentives have gone into crazy land at this point under Biden. Um, I you know recall that the kids in cages issue that came up. That was literally something that was constructed under the Obama administration, right? Those yes. pictures that they all used yes. were from Obama. Okay, well, now uh, I think Biden trying to separate himself from that is trying to now say that if you were a family that was separated under the Trump administration, you know, I guess kids in their kids in the Obama cages, I guess, I'm not sure. But, uh, but uh, if you were a family that was separated, then now he wants to give. Uh, these individuals up to $450,000 a piece and families up to a million dollars. Okay. Now you talk about a, a, just an absolutely psychotic incentive, right? Yes. If you're out there and you live in a third world country, maybe you're making 15, 20,000 a year, you know, doing well there. And then suddenly you see, Hey, if I come to the United States, not only can I potentially get in for whatever normal incentives there are yeah. for immigration, now I could be a lottery winner. I mean, literally, I can show exactly. up and I could not know. And somebody crazy like Biden is going to come along a few years later and say, hey, you just won a million bucks. You didn't know that illegal act you performed three years ago. That netted you a million bucks. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. I mean, it's like, what's next? Lottery winnings for prisoners? I, I, I don't. I, you know, you're in jail for a certain amount of time. They're just going to hand you a lottery ticket or something. I, I, I can't even imagine how insane this is. And I mean, I'm thinking if, if I'm in another country, I'm thinking, hey, just come to the United States. I might win a million bucks. Maybe I go back. Maybe I won't. But I'm going to you know, have a chance at winning the lottery. <laughs> you know. Okay, guys, we really, we really, we really got on, on on this topic. It went much longer than I intended, but it was a very good discussion. Tim, let's go to good guys with guns. Okay, Good Guys with Guns is from uh, Covington County, Alabama, and uh, the uh, sheriff's office is crediting a senior citizen, I love this, with forcing an alleged, they always have to be alleged, burglar into retreat, when end, uh, which ended with his capture. So Sheriff Blake Terman said, this is the bad guy, Timothy, good name, but bad guy, Ray Jordan, 40. <laughs> age of 40, broke into a home on Fisherman's Road near the Dozier community Friday evening. The 95-year-old 90, <coughs> homeowner <laughs> was reportedly napping in his living room, but the back door's shattering glass woke him up. The sheriff said the homeowner <coughs> armed himself, we don't know with what, <coughs> and uh, caught... <coughs> I'm sorry, this stupid cough. Jordan ransacking the kitchen. Said Jordan had hurled a chair through the dining room window at some point. According to the sheriff, the armed senior citizen did not run away. Instead, he ordered Jordan to leave. The suspect did, and the homeowner called 911. Later on, they caught him. I'm going to paraphrase. The cops caught this, this uh, guy, and he had been burglarizing all kinds of residents. Uh, charged him with burglary and second degree, uh, third degree criminal mischief. And he's in jail right now, but it worked out really well. Nobody got hurt. And the 95 year old beat the 40 year old because he was able to equalize the playing field with a firearm. There you go. Fantastic. 
you know, you know what's interesting? Knuckle Head Noise Patrol. You, you know, what, what thing I was going to say? Thank you very much. Knuckle Head Noise Patrol. Today we are going to talk about a race hustler who ties himself up in knots and did not realize it until someone mocked his dishonesty. Abraham X. Kindy, well-known um, racist, even though he called himself an anti-racist, put the following on Twitter. He was talking about a study that came out that showed that 34% of white kids identify themselves as something other than white. He said, more than a third of white students lie about their race on college applications and about half of these application applicants lie about being Native Americans. More than three quarters of these students who lied about their race were accepted. Now, Mr. Kendi thought that he found something that show, of course, demonstrate the evil of one. Then one of Mr. Kendi. If white privilege is such a decisive factor, then why do white students feel that their applications would, would do better if they pretended to be something other than white? And why would these applications be so successful? Which, of course, made Mr. Kennedy realize his whole life work is going up in smoke with his white privilege garbage. So what did he do? He deleted the tweet and said his critics are twisting his words. What do you guys think about this? Well, I, I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, he kind of proved himself wrong. I mean, you know, the idea that he's going to sit there and say, look, you know, that there's this systemic racism in everything, essentially, what is what these guys are trying to say. It doesn't matter what it, it, it's... It's kind of like that unfalsifiable claim. It doesn't matter what it is. They're going to apply. If they don't like the result, there's racism going on there. And in this case, he, he literally didn't realize the racism was going in the other direction. <laughs> I mean, that it, to the point where white people are lying to say that they're just like, just like uh, Elizabeth Warren. They're yeah. lying to say that they're a different racial group so that they can get the benefits of being that racial group. So I, you know, it's, uh, it's, you can't say it any clearer than that, and and which debunks his whole thing. I and, and of course, so he erased his his tweet after that. He, did. he, did. Yeah. he, delete, he deleted the tweet and say, and and started to complain about how people are twisting his words. And he probably he probably if I looked a bit deeper, he probably found some racism in that too. I, I'm wondering, yeah. given, given his background. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Yes. Tim, yeah, I, I agree with Jason. I wanted to hear what Jason was about to say after, I think, good guys with guns. I'm not sure he had something to say. Well, you, you know, I, I just wanted to, to, to mention at the end of that good guys with guns. It, it, one of the cool things about that story is it's about a guy who didn't have to pull the trigger, right? He yep. literally oh, just yeah. pulled the gun out and he didn't have to pull the trigger, which is great thing. I, unlike Alec Baldwin, you know, you can do a lot of good if, if, yeah. you, if you don't pull I, the trigger. Maybe Alec Baldwin could have learned from that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm sorry we didn't get to talk about uh, Alec. But, uh, yeah, and, and because if it if it bleeds, it leads. Obviously, that story did not make the, the headline news that night. Nobody yeah. got hurt. 
but somebody saved, uh, you know, at least bested and got somebody out of his house that didn't belong there. Anyway, there we have it. Okay, guys. Very good discussion. But time is upon us, so we must say goodbye. Remember at all times, life, liberty, and the pursuit and the pursuit of happiness will take us to the promised land, not the garbage of the left, not wokeness. Have a good day. Thank you for watching the Knuckleheads of Liberty. 